Welcome to the 48th episode of the Brick House Podcast. I'm having a rough morning at Daylight Savings and uh, uh, yeah. introduced to uh, some moonshine last night, Matt. Oh, man. This past week, though, the NBA world really turned upside down. The Lakers won two games in oh, a row. Oh, man. Suns were coming off a two-game <laughs> winning streak as well. I, I, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Doesn't make getting Bill Ben Simmons any easier, Bill Simmons. There well, it is, the daylight savings moonshine. <laughs> uh, they asked Meta World Peace about uh, about the win streak for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, the first win was against the Warriors, and then the second right. one against uh, Orlando Magic. A reporter asked him, "What's gotten into the younger players on the team?" Meta World Peace said. They were tired of fucking losing, I bet. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson was standing right behind him. He uh, chimed in with a word. Yeah. So I think Afro- that Positive affirmation. <laughs> um, hit the nail on the head there. That, it, lately, it's really been D'Angelo Russell's coming out party. He's been playing great. Yeah. Remember all the talk? Remember all the talk one week into the season when everyone was really upset and thinking that the Lakers shouldn't have drafted Russell and what a bust he was. Yeah, yeah. like it, remember we talked about how ridiculous that was a month or two into the season, how they were talking about how terrible he was. But uh, he's been playing great. He's been... Yeah, and it's so funny, too, that Byron Scott, you know, really had him in the doghouse, but he can't lose on the narrative. You know, he could say, you know, a detractor could say, what's wrong with Byron Scott? He should have been playing D'Angelo Russell this whole time. Yeah. And Byron Scott can say... Well, maybe he wouldn't have been good if I hadn't, you know, Molded, put him in the yeah, doghouse right. for the first eight months of the sure, season. Sure, <laughs> sure. Byron Scott. You're welcome. Great NBA coach. Um, and the Sixers now will are, are uh, in position. Sorry, daylight savings time. Uh, the Sixers won their ninth game, which means at worst they will tie the worst record nice. of all time nice. so they at least made it over that hump so where they wouldn't be sole possession of worst you know what's happened this whole past week in the nba and uh, be part of our first segment of uh, episode 48 what's the deal with the whole week has been noche latino in the na bay a that's uh wow that's latino night matt yeah and i mentioned this because it's been going on all week and uh so it's more of a an whatever the spanish word that would be for a week uh, is. that would be semana latina a semana latina yeah i thought it was it's just kind of strange that all the players get warm-up jerseys that just have a spanish article in front of their english team name mm-hmm. for example los bulls or El Thunder. Um, Los Suns. Los Suns, right. Yeah. And I thought, you know, if you're going to try and market to uh, Spanish-speaking uh, countries or, you know, Spanish-speaking uh, people, um, why not just put the Spanish word on the jerseys? Sure. Plus, you're already halfway there. I mean, and teams are already making like 17 different kinds of jerseys. Wait, yeah, wait, <laughs> wait a second. I just thought about this. Like, you're putting... Los Suns on a jersey that didn't say the Suns. Right. So in order to Mexicanify it, you're just adding Los. Spanish, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but you're just adding Los. So right. you're adding a word 
to replace a word that was never there. Los NBA. Yeah, yeah. It, that actually is kind of patron. Like I, I'm kind of my social justice warriorism is kicking in, and I'm mm-hmm. sort of offended at mm-hmm. this now. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go protest something. You remember the uh, commercial Yokiro Taco Bell? Yeah, with the Chihuahua. Yeah. You know, I I once heard a guy talking on the radio about how that marketing campaign taught the entire country at least two words in Spanish. Yo and quiero. Yo quiero. I yeah. want Taco Bell. Right. right. The NBA has a lot of fans. They could teach the whole country 30 Spanish words. Sure. Soul. Sons. Per- souls. Let's, All right. Well, you got yeah. one of uh, one of thirty so far, Matt. Matt what it, I'm about to quiz you. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> you know, I thought maybe that uh, yeah. they don't do this. I was trying to think of the reason why they might not do this. Yeah. And I thought maybe there's some that don't really translate. Yeah. But Laker in English doesn't really make any fucking yeah. sense yeah, either. Yeah, it's not so. a thing. <laughs> Okay, so magic is magos, right? Uh, no, that is wizards. Oh man, magos is the wizards. Okay, uh, magica is the Orlando magic. Okay. La magica. Yeah. Okay, Matt. So I found this quiz online, and I got fourteen of thirty right. Just to uh, there is a quiz. There is a quiz online where okay. you they they give Multiple you the Spanish choice. name and then you have to fill in the city. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And they give you four minutes. Gotcha. I'm giving you one minute. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. All things are even. I'm so glad. you just say the city first city that comes to mind or the team. It doesn't sure. really matter. These are in no particular order. Los Lagueros. 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 Uh. Los Angeles. That is correct. That's the Lakers. Lakers. Lago is a uh, lake. Yeah. El Treño. 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 T-R-U-E-N-O. There's only a few that don't have the plural. Yeah. Give you a little little. Would that be there. the jazz? That would be the thunder. Ah, okay. Uh, this one I think you'll get. Los Setenta y Seis. Oh, that would be the, the <laughs> Philadelphia there. Exactly, okay. exactly. Los Souls, you already got. Oh, this one I like a lot. Los Patrones Hollandeses. Whoa. <laughs> Patrones? This is one of those ones I was telling you about. The translation is kind of uh, questionable. This uh, I don't think you're going to get, so I'll just tell you, is the New York Knicks. Yeah. The translation is Knickerbocker equals Dutch colonial lords. Yeah. I was, I, I'm not just saying this. I was going to guess the Knicks just for some reason, but um, uh-huh. not because of any knowledge I have. <laughs> it's not Pantalones. Yeah. yeah. Patronus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. This one team, uh, team recently moved, Las Redes. Redes. That recently moved? Well, they moved with uh, Jay-Z. Oh. Oh, the Nets. Yeah. Los Magos. Yeah. Let's see if you remember what Los Magos is. Oh, that's the Wizards. Nice. Okay, got that so one. I, did I didn't get, get that one. I got one, but I got it wrong. Matt, I would bet $50 you get this one. Los Yaz. <laughs> that's Utah, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. How do you spell that? J-A-Z-Z. Okay, good. <laughs> the J is silent. Yeah. Uh, Los Reyes. Los Reyes. These, this team's getting a new arena next year. Uh, 
Wow. That, uh, was this the Sacramento? Sacramento Vivex. Yeah. Uh, this one kind of sounds like the American word, uh, the English word, American. Yeah. You started it with the Mexicanized. <laughs> yeah. uh, Los Rapaces. Rapaces. Raptors? Nice. Yeah. Very how, good. Okay, sure. This one, okay, this one's tough. Los Marcapasos. I meant tough to pronounce for me. I don't know if you know it. Los Marcapasos. Uh, Grizzlies? This is the Pacers. Wow. I don't know what Marcapasos means, but I guess Grizzlies to pace oneself. I, I guess Grizzlies because it kind of sounded like you are saying Mark Gasol a little bit. <laughs> so... I, I have I lost count of how many you got right. I think it's like let's Four-ish say four. Or something. Okay, Los Guerreros. Guerreros. If they had these on the front of their jerseys, we would know all these by now. Would that's, that be, that's the point. I don't know. Warriors. That is correct. Yeah, Matt. nice guess. It kind of sounds like guerrilla and guerrilla warfare and warriors. This one, this one is not um, Sylvester Stallone. It's Los Lobos Silvestres. Wow. Timberwolves. Lo- nice. Yeah, Very Lobos. Good. Yeah. Very good. Do you speak Spanish, Matt? Sure, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that would I, be C. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> C, Bob. C, Bob. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't speak it as much as I could slightly understand, if that nice. makes sense. Nice. Okay, well, see if you understand this. Los Osos Pardos. That would be uh, Memphis. Nice. Yeah, Osos. What gave it away? Osos is bears, right? Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. It took like five years of Spanish. Uh, Los Pistones. (laughs) Yeah, Detroit. (laughs) I like you were clearing your throat. I don't know if that was on purpose or... (laughs) These next two are pretty pretty easy. Uh, La Magica. Magic. Los Celticos. Celtics. <laughs> Los Gamos. Wow. The Bucks. Very good. Okay. Very good. On a roll here. All I could think you all I could think is like a, sounds like game and the only mascot that game, Bucks, Deer, Game, see? You're a smart man. Yeah. And a daylight savings, no less. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Extra points. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This one uh, might confuse you. Confuse me. Las Macanias Buques. Wow. Now I'm I'm kind of forgetting what teams I haven't talked about here. <laughs> the Bulls? That is the Los Angeles Clippers. Okay. Uh, the translation I looked up is roughly small machine ship. Yeah, that makes sense. Las Macanias Buques. I don't know why I guessed the Bulls. The Bulls is pretty clear which one that'll be. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Los Caballeros, they play Las Macanias Buques hoy, which is today, Matt. Oh, the Cavaliers. <laughs> Very yeah. good. Very good. Los Mavericos. Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Los Pelicanos. Pelicans. These are great. I'm getting them. Oh, this one's fun. Las Papitas, in parentheses, de oro. Oh, wow. Mm? Of the uh, Oro. Las Papitas of the Oro. Yeah. That. Oh, man. What other teams do we have here? Uh, Trailblazers? That would be the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets. Okay. Papitas being Nuggets, I assume, Oro of gold. Oh, wow. Okay. Makes sense. 
All right, and now the Los Toros. That's the Bulls. Nicely man. done. Los Halcones? Halcones? Hornets? Hawks. Hawks. Uh, Los Avispones. Avispones! <laughs> Is that Trailblazers? That's the Hornets. Oh, okay. Uh, we got four left here, so try and remember the ones you haven't guessed. Las Espuelas. Not abuelas. Yeah. Although they kind of have some abuelos on the team. Oh, wow. The, sp- the Spurs? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Los Abresendas. <laughs> they like savings. I just like how you're pronouncing these. <laughs> That's great. I've been um, practicing. Is that the Trailblazers? That's the Trailblazers. Okay. That's the only team I can think of that I haven't said. The final two. Los Cohetes. I don't know. Is there a team in Pittsburgh that I'm leaving out? <laughs> What's going on? Um, I haven't. No, I you haven't, like, you haven't oh, said the, the Chinese the, MVPs team. The Heat? No, oh, the Rockets. The Rockets. Oh, yeah. But the last one, El Calor. The Heat. There we Very go. Very good, Matt. I think that was 13, correct. So just one away from beating me. <laughs> Funny how that works out. <laughs> I got some pretty fun game show questions oh, for you here, Matt. And now here's the host of the Brickhouse Game Show, Bob Johnson. The first one, a new fact I learned this past week, is the name of Kobe Bryant's dog. Okay, bring it on. It is named after something from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So narrow it down for you. Here are your multiple choice options oh, wow. here. Another, yeah. A, how familiar, first of all, are you with the Harry Potter franchise? Uh, fairly familiar. I mean, I've seen all the movies. And... You've seen the movies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you obviously know A, Lumos. Yeah, is that where you like light up the room? <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Sure. <laughs> My wife helped me with this question. Yeah. She's familiar. Okay, the choices. Kobe Bryant's dog, let's remember the question, is either A, Lumos, yeah. B, Ron Weasley, C, Voldemort, Oh wow. or D, Crucio. You do know all four of those things. Yeah, I'll say I, I would love for it to be Ron Weasley. <laughs> I'm going to say Crucio. Crucio is the correct answer, yeah. Matt. Do you know what Crucio is? Isn't that the spell where you can like cause mortal injury to people? Very close. It is the uh, the Cruciatus, Cruciatus, Cruciatus curse, mm-hmm. also known as the torture curse. Yeah. And it's a tool of the dark arts and one of the three unforgivable right. curses. Yeah. One of the most powerful and sinister spells known to wizard kind. When cast successfully, the curse inflicts intense, excruciating pain on the victim. Oh, wow. So his dog. (laughs) So I learned this because apparently Kobe was seen giving his sneakers to some fans at the Denver Nuggets game, the Pepitos de Oro game. (laughs) And he was sitting on the bench, and apparently these Nuggets are talking to him, and he says... If you guys can guess my dog's name, I will autograph my sneakers and give them to you. And the clue was that it's from Harry Potter. And apparently after 12 or so guesses, they finally guessed Crucio. And Crucio is not the name of the curse as much as what you yell 
when you're placing this curse on yeah. uh, on an MF or right. It's like the yeah. Um, the bibbity bobbity boo natural follow up question <laughs> is uh, <laughs> yeah is Kobe Bryant a complete asshole to name his dog after an unforgivable curse yes Bob the answer is yes we uh, the answer we all know he is man yeah this is do you think this is an inside dog or an outside dog. I, I mean, it's wherever its prey is, Bob. It's wherever whoever needs to be taken down at the moment. It 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 it, uh, it you know waffles between worlds. The, the mailman's got to be mortally terrified of Crucio. Oh, this one. Oh, this one involves the newest member of the Houston Rockets, Matt Michael Beasley. Mm-hmm. I listened to uh, Daryl Morey on Zach Lowe's podcast this week. It was recorded at the uh, Sloan Analytics Conference. The MIT Analytics Conference is going on in Boston this weekend. All the super nerds are there. Daryl Morey, nicknamed Dork Elvis, Mm -hmm. uh, there, of course. And he was telling Zach Lowe, and it made a lot of sense, that they have a lot of good intelligence in the Chinese Basketball League. They've had the Rockets have yeah. you know a relationship with the Chinese basketball league, right. and so he was saying that their intel on Beasley was that he'd really turned his life around and was part of the reason why they thought it was time, or you know he can maybe help the team. Okay, that and you know he's a really cheap, cheap contract. <laughs> yeah, and the Rockets are five hundred anyways. Might as well. Might as well try it, right? So I was texting a good friend of the show, Julian, about this. You know, there's quite a few Rockets, uh, well, at least between Beasley and Corey Brewer, two Rockets Mm -hmm. uh, that used to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I know Julian always followed them closely. Yeah. So he told me about a junk food that Michael Beasley was addicted to while with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. And would eat it as much as seven times a day. Oof. This junk food, Matt, what do you think it is? Is it A, Skittles? B, Whopper Juniors, C, Mountain Dew, or D, Ice Cream Sandwiches. But he would sometimes eat as much as seven a day. Skittles is Marshawn Lynch's territory. Yeah. Uh, Whopper Juniors, that's a lot of trips to Burger King. (laughs) Mountain Dew, that's kind of a pot-heady type thing. I was going to suggest, just think about what goes the best with marijuana. Yeah. Uh, but also ice cream sandwiches. Those go pretty well with everything. Yeah. You know, that's, you can just buy a whole bunch of boxes. Those are right in the fridge. You don't have to, uh, Mountain Dew, Bob. Mountain Dew. That is actually Karan Butler's. Oh, uh, so it's ice cream sandwiches. His, he would eat as much as seven packs of Skittles a day. Michael Beasley. That's so many. That's a lot of Skittles. That would make your jaw hurt. Just chewing all those yeah because those aren't the easiest to chew not good for the teeth probably either yeah michael beasley's uh weed dealer and dentist well, if, are uh if you're rich y- men if you're yoloing skittles i don't think you're worried about teeth yeah well he's he's cut it to under five packs a oh, day for, for the him. rockets um you know we don't want to joke about addiction but it's a very <laughs> serious i wonder what the chinese uh, version of skittles are i don't know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of scares me to even think of that. We already learned Spanish today. I mean, yeah, one, I don't wanna... one country at a time. <laughs> one of my favorite sections that just have to talk about these days because the man won't keep himself out of the news is uh, LeBron James. 
What the fuck has anything got to do with LeBron James? Probably preface this by saying that Stephen A. Smith says a lot of bullshit. Um, no, no. It's his job to make ridiculous points and back them up on his show. First take. The latest thing he said, I had to ask you about Matt. Stephen A. Smith suggested that LeBron James could potentially leave the Cleveland Cavaliers again. Right. The quote actually is, uh, "What everybody who's close to him continuously reminds me of is, don't you?" Dare take LeBron for granted or think he's trapped into staying in Cleveland just because he came back. Don't put it past him that he'll get so annoyed that he'll leave again if he feels like he's being taken for granted, ran into the ground, and essentially misused. Could LeBron James break the Cleveland fans' hearts again, Matt? Sometimes these superstars, if they're so insulated and like in their own little world, and they don't, you would think they have a good grasp of what's going on outside, but they, outside of their world, but they may not. Like it's not. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Let me ask you this. Let's say you're uh, Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. I wouldn't be sitting here if I was. <laughs> Come on. We might have him on the show sometime. That's he's, true. He'd be a guest. That's true. So let's say you're Phil Knight. No, guest I'm fine with. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Knight. LeBron James just signed a lifetime deal with Nike during this season, uh-huh. the 2015-16 season. If you're... The founder of Nike, and you're paying LeBron whatever five hundred million billion dollars, whatever it is, over the course of this lifelong contract. Does LeBron leaving Cleveland a second time hurt the brand? Does it hurt the value of that deal? You think LeBron will have his supporters no matter what he does? Yeah, and obviously he's very Trumpian. <laughs> like I, I go on. Yes, <laughs> they're both orange. Um, no, I think that. No matter what LeBron does, he will have the people who will always support him, and then there will be people that no matter what he does will always detract. I think that he's a money-making machine wherever he goes. The grass is always greener, as they say. You heard that before, Bob? The grass is always... Yeah, I I think Michael Beasley uh, knows that one. (laughs) Yeah, for a completely (laughs) different reason. Why not just stay? I think the... The goodwill of winning a third championship is nothing compared to sticking it out and trying to give Cleveland. He'll, he'll go down. People will smile much more at him trying to get Cleveland a title for the rest of his career than just going to get a third and fourth with a bunch of other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was kind of thinking about it. It's kind of like if this year, you know, Leo DiCaprio, who was. Yeah. You know, really been trying to get that best actor award for years now. You know, he he did the Revenant this year. Right. This is the beginning of the year. He's planning. He's shooting the Revenant. He's like eating the raw fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's like, this is the year. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And then you know, news is delivered to set in the Arctic, wherever the hell they are, that Daniel Day Lewis is making a movie. You know, with uh, Martin Scorsese this year. Yeah. It's just like. Damn it! No! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what's happened to LeBron. You know, he's he came back, formed this super team right at the time when Steph Curry decided to become the greatest shooter of all time, yeah. the Warriors, breaking records. I think between the Warriors year and Joe Johnson spurning the Cavaliers, LeBron is uh, he's going off the edge. His tweet this week, we were talking about his tweets last week, but his tweet this week was, 
It's this simple. You can't accomplish the dream if everyone isn't dreaming the same thing every day. Nightmares follow. Man, so So ominous. So poetic. (laughs) He's just man, is he wow, that he's just a he's just a poetry genius. Well, that's sort of what uh, Brian Windhorst has been reporting, that LeBron is getting surly right now because he's starting to realize again that he might have to carry the team on his back through yeah. the playoffs again this year. Sure, but that's how it has to happen for some people. I have some other things that I'm looking for your predictions on, Matt. We'll, uh, we'll lump this into the... Basically, Nostradamus. Nate, wa- Nate Robinson wants to try out for the NFL. He played uh, defensive back in college yeah, at the University Washington. of Washington, and uh, he also returned punts and kickoffs. Do you think Nate Robinson will make an NFL team? He's going to be 32 by the next NFL season. 32? Okay. Yeah. That's, he's going to be 32. He's, what, 5'6"? That's like six years after the average NFL five, player retires. Yeah. <laughs> I would absolutely bring him in for some sort of tryout. Yeah. Uh, just what it do, that doesn't that doesn't hurt that you don't lose anything by doing that. I think that uh, you know a team like the L.A. Rams could go for gimmicks like this, yeah. Especially as long as they're playing at USC. <laughs> yeah, just throw the, all the, the gimmicks together. Dome. Yeah, eating crow, eating crow section, Matt. And this is where we talk about some people that have uh, have decided that maybe they made a big mistake. Shelly and Donald Sterling are calling off their divorce. I saw that. Yeah, there is hope. They filed in August right before their 60th anniversary, but now they're they're getting back together, I guess. Or they're just keeping their money out of their yeah, divorce lawyer's right, pockets. Right, right. trying to think hard about what Donald Sterling does with his time yeah, these days. Yeah, yeah. And if I had to guess, I imagine like his day-to-day life is probably similar to that of like uh, Muammar Gaddafi. Okay, go on, <laughs> go on. I think he probably just lays around in luxury. You know, has some weird, you know, harem of like Korean women, like yeah. bodyguards or something like that. Korean women bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. like really tough ones that right? know uh, jujitsu. Uh, they feed him grapes also. Yeah. Um, he's uh, he's watching old uh, movies. He just likes movies that star dogs. Uh, yeah. Like, like Air Bud, Old Yeller, yeah. Where the Red Fern Grows. Yeah. That, uh, that dog's Marley never, and Me. A, a dog's never betrayed him before, Bob. <laughs> he kind of looks like Momar Gaddafi, too. It's a pretty ugly old yeah. man. Okay. I'll allow it. Whatever you say. So the Sterlings are going back on their divorce plans, and uh, I think Phil Jackson may be eating crow pretty soon here too, Matt. Um, Let me tell you what he said this week. He said that he won't be obsessed about finding a star point guard for the Knicks because, in part because of the triangle offense that doesn't really require one. Mm -hmm. Quote, chasing a point guard where it becomes just an obsession isn't necessary. It's not necessary. We can play the game without that, Jackson said Friday. Sure. He's uh, pointing to the he pointed to the success the Bulls and Lakers had running the triangle without really a ball dominant point guard. "Quote: We went to a two guard format, and I think we were successful at it. I, I think we caught a lot of people in the league by surprise because of the way we played. So it works, and we know it works." 
Uh-huh. Our listeners can't see that I'm rubbing my <laughs> brow partially because of the moonshine, but also because Phil Jackson is comparing the Kobe and Shaq Lakers and the Scotty and Michael Bulls to the 2016 To New the York Porzingis Knicks. and Carmelo it's Knicks. Like, hey, guys, enough with the questions already. Did you see the Lakers and the Bulls? I know what I'm doing here. Yeah. So we don't need a point guard. Yeah. We're good. You know? Right. We got Robin Lopez, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what do we need a point guard for? Yeah, these and plus yeah, these Knicks aren't even the Gasol Bryant Lakers. Like it's not they're not even they haven't even approached that level of it. Sure. Just keep flying your triangle flag. Yeah, so Jackson went on to uh, point out that the Knicks plan to sign Tony Rutten or Routen Rutten, yeah. Rutten in the uh, in the coming days, maybe not even signed until the summer. Do you know the last team Tony Routon played for, Matt? That'd be the 76ers, Bob. Do you know what happened with his relationship with the 76ers? He wasn't good enough to play on the 76ers, <laughs> He wasn't Bob. good enough to play for the 9-56 and 56 Philadelphia Sesenta Isaces. <laughs> yeah. Sesenta Isaces. Yeah, yeah. But he's good enough to play for the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, Phil Jackson, I'm start- I've, I've read his books growing up. I love the uh, Chicago Bulls. You know, grew up a big fan of MJ and and Jackson. When Jackson went to the uh, the Lakers and he's turning off the lights and having drum ceremonies and burning mm-hmm. sage, I always thought this is like the coolest guy. I mean, yeah, he he has a way about him that that no one else does. The Knicks, I think, might be tainting that legacy. No, I think something that happened similar to. Our friend, Mike D'Antoni, yep. when he went to the New York Knicks. Yep. And in the end, I guess you could always blame James Dolan if it doesn't work out. <laughs> Carmelo does. Yeah. Game of the week. These Saturday, Saturday primetime games are awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bjorn was saying last night, texted me, that he thought when he heard that they were putting Saturday night primetime games, who would watch these? Why would he put them there? But they've been amazing. Yeah, the matchups are great. Last night, who was it? The uh, the Spurs and the Thunder. This coming Saturday, March 19th, Golden State in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Spurs are currently 32-0 and at home this season after the win last night. Jeez. And the Warriors play them twice in San Antonio before the season ends. Wow. March 19th and then again on April 10th. What if we somehow end up with two teams who didn't lose at home this season? That would be nuts. That would be nuts. And if they if that happens, that means the Warriors will have at least eight losses. Yeah. If they lose those two games and would have to lose only one or fewer the rest of the season to break that record, right. the Bulls record. Let's get into our diss of the week, Matt. You know, our the people want that. Yo mama is so fat. This one comes from Evan Turner's social media, Twitter. He said, quote, I hear all the sixth man talk, but don't get it twisted. I'll always be number one in your girl's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Then he wrote hashtag TBT, and I admittedly uh, had to Google what hashtag TBT is, Matt. Do you know? TBT. Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Very good. Very good. Yeah, my wife made fun of me for having to Google that. It's all right, Bob. I wrote that diss of the week out, but 
I saw another one on a commercial last night during the Spurs Thunder game. Maybe you've seen this. It's a Priceline commercial. Oh, um, yes. It's kind of a self-inflicted diss of the week by Latrell Sprewell. It's amazing. For a, I love this. <laughs> for a period of this yeah, commercial. Yeah, I love this commercial. So the way it goes is there's a dad and a little girl, and he wants to take the little girl to a Spurs game. And so they make the analogy that going to Priceline for your tickets is like asking advice from David Robinson. Yeah. And then they cut to David Robinson and the little girl, and he says, remember, little girl, the key to success is hard work and a good attitude. Yeah. You know, thanks. Thanks, David Robinson, Admiral, sir. And and then they compare it to not going to Priceline is like getting advice from Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. And they cut to the little girl with Sprewell in a bar. (laughs) And Sprewell... Says, remember, success is just failure that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, so good. And then he starts snacking on French fries. Yeah, he bar. takes her fries. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's the best part. Oh, it's uh, it's one of my favorite commercials I've seen in a while. I I had to pause it and rewind it. I uh, couldn't believe that he appeared in that. Yeah, it's really good to see Latrell again. But uh, I just wish it were different circumstances <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for his sake. On the next episode of Brick House. Shaq had a whole new crew on TNT because uh, Kenny, Chuck, and, and Ernie are all doing March Madness oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> and funnily enough, CBS didn't invite Shaq to do that. <laughs> Maybe it's the whole getting paid to go to college thing. Um, but uh, on, the, on that show, the new host asked Shaq to compare Kanye's rapping to an nba player's game yeah and Shaq just compared it to himself nice said he's yeah. like kanye well that would be a, that's a very kanye thing to do so <laughs> that's, that's true. that works out <laughs> i thought it would be funny if we had a new segment next episode where we we talked about rappers and basketball players and we like compared them and uh you know see if we could come up with some that were that were actually a good comparison I'll throw one out there okay. just to get the ideas percolating. Yeah. I thought this was appropriate. Kevin Garnett's rap comparison, DMX. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of barking, a lot of yelling. <laughs> he literally got down on his knees and barked like a dog in an NBA basketball game. Yeah. In 2008 against uh, your boy, uh, Jared Bayless. Yeah, Jared Bayless was playing for the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> got down on his knees yeah. and barked at him. KG DMX. I wouldn't have put it. I wouldn't have said that, but it's perfect. <laughs> I wouldn't have made that connection. You did. Yes, thank oh, you. Anyways, if any of our listeners have any rapper NBA comparisons that they want to send to us, you know, you can tweet us at Brickhouse Pod. We'd love to hear uh, some of the things you come up with. But we have. Uh, Los Manquillas Buques and uh, Caballeros to go and see. Sure. So we'll have to wait until next week.